Seen it. Seen it. Don't care. Gross. Babe, you've been scrolling through the queue for hours. Just pick something already. It's not that simple. I'm a man of discerning taste. Oh yes, only the finest cat girls for you. Yours must be five inches or more. Anything less would be an affront to Kamisama. Does this sound like you? Does that sound like anyone? If so, we can help. We're two weirdos and we have our own podcast. On our show, Okashina Podcast Anime with Friends, we highlight the best. Not the best. We highlight the most thrilling. Eh, not that either. We highlight anime? Yes. Odd, amusing, and oddly amusing anime from Japan and beyond. Semi-deep dive discussions, dated references, weep shit. We got it all. Who are you people? You got anything with cat ears? No, forget the cat ears. I want broken mama's boys. Hi everyone, I'm Andrew. Hi, I'm Martin. This is the Argonauts Podcast. Every two weeks, I'm going to fail to solve an ARG, and Martin's going to tell me what I should have done instead. That is so true, and uh, we're still doing Halloween stuff. We're still in Spooktober. We are still, still in the thick of it. Still get our scares in. <laughs> this, uh, Marn, um, I don't know if you saw, you know how we have a tendency of reviving things? Yes. They're making a new Scream. We brought it I back. I did see that. I was literally about to ask <laughs> you if you saw the trailer. <laughs> I did see the trailer. I I thought that it was... Uh, I don't know if it'll be good. I think we should probably definitely see it. Uh, but I did... They were going over the stuff from the... Uh, like in the old Scream movies, they're like, here's the rules of horror movies. Mm-hmm. And they kind of did it in this one. But with what they were listing off, I was like, that's not horror movie tropes. I think that's just scream movie tropes. Yeah. So they're just like, here's the rules for being in a scream movie, which I'm interested in. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to watch it. I gotta watch uh, three and four first, because apparently it is like a direct sequel to four. I think I'm willing to go in kind of blind. Yeah, fair. I will say I did watch the trailer and I was like, oh, Deputy Dewey got hot. <laughs> did you hear that uh i i think i posted this in argonauts discord they're doing like that like immersive airbnb thing with like david arquette where they're like renting out the house that the original uh scream was set in and like you can you and your friends can stay there and, like get chased around by Ghostface. hey fuck that <laughs> I'm out. Do it. There's there is not an amount that could come into the Patreon that would make me do that. <laughs> Even I I would not offer that. I'm trying to think of what we would have to hit at Extra Life for me to even consider oh doing God. something like that. I think it's like a Halloween thing, so it would be it would definitely be before Extra Life. Yeah, but like if if it was if it was possible, absolutely I wouldn't be able to do it. You can theoretically book the Scream House as an Airbnb. See, I think it would be kind of neat if you rented the air, like just to rent the Airbnb and be like, wow, we're staying in the place from Scream. I absolutely do not need anyone to come in and spook me. <laughs> do, do you see this image in the official listing? Hold on. 
This is an incredible <laughs> image. Uh, they have poorly photoshopped yeah. a ghost face into a window yeah. instead of just like putting any kind of budget toward this. Uh-huh. They photoshopped over the window. The uh, the listing is also written in character <laughs> by Dewey. God. Well, that's that's a very neat experience. I hope someone really enjoys it. It will not be me. <laughs> Marn, I hope you enjoy your vacation. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> we're not here to talk about uh, creepy slashers. To- Actually, we might be. I don't know what this arg's about. But we're here to talk about vampires. We are here to talk about vampires. So before we get into... What's this one called? Tender? Yes. Uh, before we get into it, uh, I've got a, some questions that came in uh, on Twitter. Both of these came in from Digital Roadmap. Uh, the first question is, without using Anne Rice or Twilight characters, which vampire would you date? Marn, who's the most dateable vampire? Oh my god, I uh, that's a good question. I Hold up. Fictional vampires. I, I don't like <laughs> consume a lot of vampire-related media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here. I'm not super into vampires. Except for, like, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which I don't know if I would call that strictly vampire media. <laughs> there are vampires in it, though. Oh, boy, this is a big Wikipedia list. Yeah, I, I also searched uh, fictional vampires. I guess, All right, like... you know what? I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm going to update my Google search to list of hot fictional vampires. I guess, like, most of the the guys from What We Do in the Shadows. Ooh. Mm-hmm. They're a good pick. Uh, don't want... They have Jasper Cullen at number one. Y'all, mm. that twig was a Confederate <clears throat> soldier. He sure was. <laughs> Set better standards for yourself. All of these people are from Twilight. Oh, no. Or, or Anne Rice novels. Oh, they got Angel on here. I wouldn't date Angel. Oh, don't date, yeah, don't date Angel. He sucks. Yeah, Angel sucks. He's like he's like the least interesting vampire in Buffy. He gets better in his own show, but like in in mm 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 And definitely don't date Spike. Spike's cool, but like don't date him. Yeah, no, he's cool. I would not date him. Ooh, you know, I would date Blade. Oh, that's a good one. Blade, I feel like Blade's a good pull. Okay, this list includes Ezra Koenig from Vampire Weekend. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm looking at this list of uh, of fictional vampires. It just reminded me that Vampire Academy exists, my favorite bad movie. Uh, what is Vampire Academy? Uh, so it is a movie based on a young adult novel series about uh vampires who go to like a boarding school and there are like different classes of vampires there's like the royal line of vampires and then there's like the guardian line of vampires who are like their bodyguards um and it is just a batshit insane movie. <laughs> and I've, <laughs> I've watched it like four times because I keep showing it to people because I just like 
really enjoy making people go in completely blind. Uh, it's about like a, a princess of like the royal vampire line who runs away and gets like brought back to the academy, uh, and like people and like the the evil vampires. Uh, are like trying to kill her because there's also like an evil line of vampires that are like Nosferatu basically <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, also all vampires can do magic and the princess basically discovers that she's like the avatar of like the the vampire world because she can like control all of the elements when everyone can only <laughs> control like one element with their magic <laughs> it's insane please go watch vampire academy <laughs> hell yeah so there's our answers the cast of what we do in the shadows the cast of vampire academy and the guy from vampire weekend <laughs> nailed it uh the other question that came in uh is what other universal monster tr- uh, type monster you know what I mean um, what other ones yeah, yeah, of yeah. those would make a good ARG focus I feel like we talked about this before I f- or I've definitely talked about wanting to see a Frankenstein arg before ooh like you hear that there's a creepy doctor who might have made a dude yeah that would be cool I think that would be fun I think I think a werewolf ARG might be neat. Trying to figure out like mm. who in this cast of characters is slowly killing off the other members of this group. Oh, that's fun! Like doing it themed around you know the werewolf game style games. And I think a mummy's curse could be kind of cool and clever. Yeah, I think you, you don't see a lot of mummies curses these days. I think it would be cool to do kind of one that has like a bunch of them interacting together, like. Um, <laughs> just have the dark universe of ARGs. Okay, I was gonna say Petty Dreadful, and then I remembered the dark universe also existed. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever? Did you ever watch Penny Dreadful? It's like it's good. I didn't watch like the third season because I think it was just like a like a weird like one off season that didn't have the original main cast in it. Or no, they they like brought it back and did some kind of like weird mini series. You no, know, I. Honestly, Penny Dreadful sounds like a fake TV show. It does. To me. Just any time <laughs> I've heard of it. Is that? No, never mind. Sorry. I'm thinking of Peaky Blinders. Ah, yeah. Penny Dreadful. Is- I'm, not con- <laughs> I'm not convinced Peaky Blinders actually exists, but what's Penny Dreadful? Uh, the Basically, the premise is that like it's like a horror drama that like takes place in like 19th century England and like the the main characters are like Dorian Gray, Victor Frankenstein and like Dracula shows up for a hmm. season and there's like a werewolf and a bunch of other guys show up eventually I think. That's cool. I didn't I didn't realize it was I didn't realize that was the cast. That's neat. That's a neat idea. It's good. Yeah, and it has like original characters who are like mostly the the like focal point so you kind of like don't really realize what it's going to be until they're like also, Victor Frankenstein is here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen with the serial numbers yeah, filed off. a little bit, yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, Dorian Gray is played by the guy who played Spider-Man in the, in the Spider-Man Broadway musical. <laughs> <laughs> That's the person we should do an ARG on is... Arachne, the fake Spider-Man <laughs> villain from Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. I was, like, watching a YouTube video recently on, like, everything that went wrong with that production. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, think, I, I think I saw that video, too. I also, for people who are listening to this, I know that that actor is also known for, like, originating a role in, like, a different Broadway play that people like very much, but I cannot, I can only think of him as Broadway Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other role? Uh, he was Orpheus in, like, the original Hades Town uh, production. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's still Spider-Man, though. Gotcha. Yeah, he's just Spider-Man to me. I don't know. Tumblr told me, "Hey, watch Hamilton," and then I did, and they were like, "Hey, watch, uh, watch Hades Town," and I was like, "I've been tricked into watching a musical by you all one too many times." <laughs> Hades Town is fine. Also, if if you made a Invisible Man ARG, any picture could be a clue. Oh my god, you're so right. <laughs> Anything could be a clue. Oh god, I forgot the Invisible Man was like, uh. Like a universal horror monster, yeah, that's really good. I I I forgot because I was thinking of like the original, like the the most recent Invisible Man film. <laughs> right, not, yeah, like... I think they wanted a uh, Johnny Depp to play him, which would have been great. God, oh man, love Dark... old Jonathan. <laughs> dark universe. <laughs> What's up? Just just <laughs> the dark universe. <laughs> Oh, boy. What if everything was a cinematic universe? What if everything was a cinematic universe? Well, I heard Green Knight did really well. They might turn that into a cinematic universe. Oh, God. The Once and Future king That could be cool. <laughs> have, you seen a, have you seen the version of the Mummy trailer with, like, no... They, they like, accidentally yes. <laughs> took the music out? <laughs> That is the only thing, that's the only mummy-related media I've seen, is that yeah. half-done trailer. It's incredible. It's so good! Whoa! 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a note here to make sure that I include a link to that in the show notes. If you stop listening to our episode now and only watch that YouTube video, I'll consider this a successful episode, because I've made one more person watch it. Tom Cruise making noises. <laughs> oh my god. That's like one of my favorite videos on the on like the entire internet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the the audience, if you don't know, the pitch for this video is um apparently they sent out a version of the mummy trailer that only had half of the soundtrack added to it, which means that there are long stretches without any music. Where you just hear like a little bit of Foley work and like um, Tom Cruise just kind of grunting and making noises <laughs> as scenes are playing out. It's incredible. <laughs> it's so good. It's like a scene it's of... It's better of than like... the movie it's a trailer for. Yeah, it's like people getting tossed around in a plane. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a plane crash and they're just getting tossed around going, oof. Oh, they play the same noise twice in a row, which is great. Oh, that's my recommendation this week is that video. Yeah. Oh, boy. We've gone thoroughly off topic. So what do you say we go ahead and get into uh, get into Tender, the Vampire, the Masquerade ARG? Yeah, let's do it. I feel like this the first half of this episode has just been us talking about like movies we like or movies we don't like. <laughs> 
The audience is just lucky that the first half of this episode hasn't just been me talking about the Digimon renaissance I've been in. Oh, That'll it's... be at the end of the episode. Yeah, me but with Yu-Gi-Oh! this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so tell me about Tender, Marn. What is Tender? So yeah, so Tender, uh, Tender was actually made like right around the time that we started Argonauts, I think, because I remember, like, people asking us if we were going to cover it. Mm-hmm. I remember people messaging us being like, is this going to be it? I was, I remember we talked about it a little bit, and we're like, do we want to do this, or do we just want to, like, wait? And it was kind of, like, the thing that solidified our, like, let's wait until things are over and then cover them as a historical thing, rather than trying to, like, ride a wave which is what we've like decided that we are doing on the show, except we keep bringing things back. Yeah, that's the Frankenstein ARG is all the <laughs> ones we've raised along the way. <laughs> yeah, including Scream, apparently. Apparently, uh, they should, yeah. They should do a Scream arg. <laughs> do you like scary puzzles? <laughs> hey, whatever, whatever company owns Scream, call me. I've got some ideas. Jonathan Scream, the creator of Scream, reach out. <laughs> um, so Tender, yeah, Tender started uh, January 2019, um, and it ended March 2019, so we technically could have covered it sooner. I just um, kind of forgot about it for a while. Um, <laughs> but uh, Well, we, were, we could have done it last October, but you made me watch uh, a lot of Slenderman. That's true. No. Was that last year or the year before? That was the year before. I don't. We didn't really do anything for Halloween last year. I think. I think I, the world was just spooky enough as it was. Yeah, I think Halloween just kind of snuck up on us last year. Yeah, it's hard to celebrate where it's like, do you want to dress up different and not go anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, Tender was a arg uh, to promote the uh, Vampire and the Masquerade Bloodlines two, which. I don't remember if it had been announced before the ARG or if people just kind of guessed what it was along the way. I know it it didn't get announced at like E3 one year. It might have been. I know. I, I think they have a different Vampire the Masquerade game coming out now that was at E3, but I don't remember if this one had a strong ether presence okay, i'm not yeah. sure so it got announced on march 21st which was like right when this arg ended so this arg was basically leading up to the announcement okay that makes sense um okay <clears throat> and it was <clears throat> excuse me uh and it was made by allison smith which is the same company that made the waking titan arg oh neat okay yeah which cool. It took me about. a second to had to think about which one that was. Yeah, that one was good. Yeah, No Man's Sky. Yeah, and it looks like those have been their their two like kind of big projects that they've done, which is cool. I hope they do more stuff in the future. <clears throat> cool. Yeah, Tender started in very early 2019. It started January 19th, um, right around the time that we started. Uh, that we started recording Argonauts and it, the trailhead was that, uh, a Twitter account called Knox J 2019 started posting puzzles on Twitter. Um, and people noticed that, 
uh, a lot, some like prominent YouTubers started linking the account to their followers. Okay. Um, and the first puzzle was a picture of constellations and a paste bin link. Um, had the caption, I feel like these two are connected. Um, and both posts had the hashtag, are you smart enough? <clears throat> uh, the paste link was a link to a quote about the moon landing conspiracy. <laughs> okay. Um, and people realized that the constellations were uh, Cassiopeia, Ursa Major, Ursa Minor, Taurus, and Scorpius. Uh, and there was a red star in each constellation. Um <clears throat> and they realized that if you counted the number of stars and picked out the red one, uh, it was a book cipher that related to the paste bin where the number of stars in each constellation would determine the word and the highlighted uh, number would determine the letter. Okay. So like, Cass- yeah. so like Cassiopeia has five stars. So you would know that it was the fifth word in the sentence or in the paragraph and then the second star is highlighted so you would know it was the second letter in that word okay that's very cool i like this already yeah yeah that's clever um and the players were uh able to determine that the word they were looking for was trust spells trust yep okay and their second puzzle uh was a string of numbers uh zero zero two three four six six nine eight twelve ten fifteen twelve eighteen question mark uh and the equation g plus a plus g equals question mark okay uh and they realized that for the string of numbers um every odd number every odd numbered position so like the first number the third number the fifth number increased by two every time. Um, <clears throat> so zero, zero, two, and then three, four, six. Um, and they realized that the last number in the... Oh, and every even number position increased by three. So they realized that the last number of the string should have been 14. Um, and they converted that to N for the equation okay or they they converted that to n because 14th letter in the alphabet sure Um, and then for the g plus a plus g uh they converted the the letters back into numbers and got seven plus one plus seven uh and they which is 15 and then they converted that to the letter o and they realized the next word they had was no hmm okay and then the third Twitter puzzle was in four parts. Um, Jeez, all right. <laughs> uh, KnoxJ2019, whose name was John Knox, uh, posted a, first posted a spam message that he had gotten. Uh, it was a link to a pastebin uh, that said, that was basically like, Dear colleague, thank you for your interest in our newsletter, blah, blah, blah. Um, we will help you turn your business into an e-business plus use credit cards on your website. <laughs> so yeah, so after the spam message, he posted an image that uh, just it's a black square that has a question mark, the number 39 and hashtag 8BCBF9. Okay. 
And then a tweet that was written backwards that said, the whole thing is backwards. And then a clue that said, you don't have to think too far to solve this series of puzzles. Believe me or not, up to you. Hmm. Okay. And people found a clue to the spam message by searching through John's uh, liked tweets um, and finding one uh, where another... um, like content creator hinted at the fact that it might be a like weird cipher that was designed to look like spam. Um, and John had replied, uh, I'll ask my followers to dig through that. Thanks. Hmm. And the cipher was identified as something called spam mimic, uh, which encodes messages into like spam emails okay it's like a custom site where you can like type a short message and it will encode it into um like a spam email wild okay which is wild it is wild like i don't understand it but it has like its own decoder jesus okay and they enter that into the decoder and discover the text is 12 minus X minus 14 um, or 12 dash X dash 14. Um, and they interpret that as X being 13, uh, which they realize converted to M, uh, the 13th letter of the alphabet. And they kind of brute force this puzzle, I think, because they realize that they were they were getting a message that said trust no m blank uh and they were able to guess that it was trust no more okay so it sounds like they didn't really solve whatever the rest of this yeah. puzzle was supposed to be <laughs> it doesn't really sound like it this is how i solve crossword puzzles i wouldn't say that i know the information now i'm just like yeah i guess it's aloof okay <laughs> they just like they looked at that other like black square with like code on it and they were like actually we'll just guess (laughs) (laughs) oh boy um so after they guessed that it was trust no more uh john knox posted a link to trustnomore.com and tenderbeta.com and tender and uh tenderbeta was a like website for a dating app mm-hmm. uh, and and trust no more was like a um like an investigative like supernatural website that was like we have articles on like the mothman and like these like cursed objects and stuff like that huh okay can I date the Mothman? I wonder if the website... <laughs> oh, okay, cool. The website still exists. That's nice. Ooh, I'd love to see that. And, okay, the Tender one also still exists. Oh, I misunderstood. Mm-hmm. I thought you meant that the... The Wolfman... Or the... the, the God. <clears throat> I thought that you meant that the Mothman was on the dating website. And I was very excited. No. Wait, is Indrid cold the Mothman? Yeah. Well... Okay. Sometimes, yeah. Um, they're they're about okay. okay. <laughs> they're about section 
uh it's like this is our manifesto and mission statement the short version get angry seek the seek the truth the longer version we're waking up sleepers and giving them the support and tools to wake up other sleepers in turn we are here to cure the disease of complacency society and the shadow state have infected you with it <laughs> the next line is okay you might be rolling your eyes uh, <laughs> okay so this is pretty this feels like fairly standard uh conspiracy nut the wolf man is around you uh trust nobody um goblins are real and they they stole my lunch yeah uh, conspiracy <laughs> theories about like cryptids yeah okay and and tender's front page is just like a like a dating app site it says your soulmate algorithm join thousands of users in the next generation of social apps and meet your soulmate today and did they launch an actual app for this am i remembering that right um, I don't remember if it was if you could get it as a phone app, but it has they have like a web app that you can access. Or that okay, you could I don't know if it works anymore. Doesn't look like it. I tried to click into it. It just like pops up a loading screen, mm-hmm. and someone messaged messaged Knox uh, asking about um, like if if Tender is dangerous or not. Uh, they said. Uh, because Trust No More talked about beauty turning into ash and the logo of Tender looks an awful lot like a bomb falling out of the sky or a meteor. Why were you pushing your friends to download Tender if they are allegedly involved in such dangerous practices? Hmm. Uh, Nox replied, saw your tweet. Come on, it was not that bad. I think the Trust No More thing is interesting. I didn't read one-tenth of it, but there is some weird shit in there. It's one of my matches on Tender that gave me the link. She keeps warning me about Tender and telling me I should leave the site. Betrayed Mind One. I think it's very clever that they made the name Tender for this because it always it sounds like Tinder so closely that you really have to listen to be like, hold on, did they say Tender? Yeah, I like this. Um, and he and he included a screen cap like showing, the, like the little chat app, uh, of of Tender with a message from Betrayed Mind One that said, "How can I prove it's true?" Um, and people were able to. Uh, register to take part in the tender beta and they got back uh, email addresses with queue position numbers uh, telling them where they were in the queue for um, for the tender beta. Hmm. Um, and Trust No More then published another article on tender uh, that said, hello again, Tender is dangerous. My hope is that you've read my other articles. My hope is that you are circulating them. Spread the word. Tender is dangerous. How can something in- insidious hide behind something so comically innocuous as a new dating website? That's, that is precisely the best place for such a thing to hide. If you are using or plan to use Tender, be careful. Beware of what you expose yourself to. There are those of us who are disseminating the hows and the whys of this danger. I promise you that information is coming. We recently uncovered a cache of data under the label Project Chimera. We don't know what that is yet. 
This folder contains vast amounts of files and information. Each piece seems unconnected, even random. The only connecting thread is the current CEO of Tender, Malcolm Chandler. Somehow, all these disparate pieces come together into something whole for Chandler. He has a plan, I fear for what it might be. We are collecting the data. In the meantime, I'd like to share one of the pieces that we have not yet identified. You'll find the image within the article. Share it, share it with believers and skeptics. Just share it. What is this image? What is its significance? There is more to come. Stay safe. Hmm. Okay. I feel like there is a a side effect of covering ARGs for as long as we have is that that entire monologue just kind of turned to sludge in my brain because I feel like I've heard it. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> I've heard it every Tuesday for the or every other Tuesday for the past two years. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I feel like it kind of loses the effect a little bit because we now know that it's vampires. <laughs> yeah, it, it, does, it really doesn't help that, like, I know of Tender, that game that Vampire the Masquerade did, instead of just, like, here's a new project that's spinning up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure when people had, like, guessed that it was vampires. I don't remember when people, like, figured out it was probably Vampire the Masquerade. Um, but yeah, the, the, the photo with this article is this, like, weird glitchy photo that I just sent in the chat. Okay. Yeah, it looks like there's some kind of, like, catacombs-looking thing? Or no, this is... Yeah. Is that, that's the side of a... I can't tell if this is multiple image laid on top of each other but it looks like it might be there's a building off to the side of some graffiti and it looks like there might be warehouses but there's also like a weird column and tents yeah i think it's like a bunch of tents in front of a building it's hard to tell yeah yeah looking at it zoomed in that's what it looks like um, and then, uh, so John Knox tweeted, uh, something is coming up on Saturday and I'll need your help. The only problem is that I'm only going to be available during my flight from San Francisco to Houston. I'm counting on you guys. Um, and around this time, uh, people started noticing that several, like, Twitch streamers that Knox had interacted with on, um, Twitter had like these random alphanumeric codes in their streams um Hmm. so there was one that had like a code that appeared unexpectedly that said uh 3ej26jqf um and people realized that that was a paste bin code okay and it took them to a paste bin that just said phase one initiated okay phase one And the next one gave them a paste bin that said, here's an exclusive look at our chat feature coming directly from one of our dearest users, PrettyCat95. And it had a link to an image that showed a, um, uh, like a a tender beta messaging client. And um, it had messages between uh, PrettyCat95 and Knox. and the next one had a paste bin that said, uh, Welcome future Tender users. We have been in contact with some of your favorite influencers who will soon make a very important announcement. Stay alert. Your help will be required in launching our amazing new website, Tender. Much love, your friends at Tender. 
Okay. Well, good. And New dating next... app coming online. Yeah. And the next piece bin said, I never go left and I am never wrong ever. Start the sequence by one and add this number until you have a thumb, an index, a middle, and a, a ring, and a little finger. Go back to one when you reach the ladder. For each period and mark that you encounter, restart the sequence with the first number. This will affect all the characters. Mix lettuce, croutons, lemon juice, olive oil, egg, Worcestershire sauce, anchovies, garlic, Dijon mustard, Parmesan cheese, and black pepper. It will give you a salad that holds the key to the cipher. Okay, I thought I knew where this was going, and then it completely lost me. Um, Is this a clock puzzle? So, and then it had cipher text under it, and people realized that it was... A Caesar cipher, obviously. Um, right, but okay. The R- but the ROT value rotated, like, constantly. Oh, okay. And so they had cool. to use the, the clues to figure out. Um, it used a visionary key of B, C, D, E, F, and then it reset itself at every punctuation mark or new line. Got you. Okay. Um, and then once decoded, it said, so here you are, here we all are, but what is here? We'll sit down and we'll fill you in on who we are and why we are doing this. Let's take a step back in time to 2014. Picture a small two bedroom apartment converted from a three stall garage in New York. Our founders met up as a group of people who had encountered every false start, broken heart, and stereotypical pitfall of online matchmaking. Through much caffeine and dry erase board scribbling, they began the concepts that would take social media and internet dating and make it their own. Making it ours. Where do we get the idea for our algorithms? Science, of course. Over a four-year trial period, using procedural emotion generation via machine learning, or Pegumlul, <laughs> P-E-G-M-L, I guess, but Pegumlul? That's the game my mom plays on her phone. Yeah. <laughs> a little art and a dash of empathy, we developed that which we hope will be the revolution in online matchmaking. A technology and a technique that allows all to find a connection, however they define that, that is right for them. No matter your background, there is someone out there who sparks your inner chemistry. We hope to make that connection happen for you. As a true trendsetter and early adopter, we have an incredible journey ahead. From all of us here at Tender, thank you for joining the team. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And then on Saturday, uh, January 26th, uh, Knox tweeted, There it is, guys. I've received the first puzzle from the tender girl. I'm heading for the airport now, but don't worry. I'll try to help you out from time to time. And a screenshot of a link, of a bit.ly link that he had gotten from uh, Betrayed Mind that said, I don't want to hear it. Take this bit.ly. We have to be careful. Contact argayfontas01 at gmail.com when you've got it all figured out. Um, and the bit.ly hmm. led to a string in base 85 uh, that read, everything is connected. The main connection is the answer. Um, and people emailed that to the e- to the Gmail, but they got a response that said, if you're reading this, well, nice try, but that's not it. She needs people who can deal with things, heavier things than these puzzles. Next time you con- contact me, you better have the right answer. 1969 um, and people realize that if you search the Trust No More site for 1969411, uh, you got a error page with 
three sets of articles, times and answer string formats. Um, the three articles are FBI Leaks Federal Secrets, The Murder Carpet, and Blood Moon, A Heavenly Body Abused. Can we go back to Murder Carpet? Yeah. Let's see what this article is about real quick. I'm interested in Murder <laughs> Carpet. <laughs> It's just a scene from Haosu. <laughs> oh, it's about a a motel that has a carpet that gives people migraines and sometimes drives them to murder. Hmm. That's a lot less interesting than I was hoping. Yeah. This is just, ah, oh, you put the squares too close to the circle and I gotta kill my wife. <laughs> yeah, if only if it if only it was a possessed carpet that murdered people. That's all I'm asking for. God. <laughs> I'm going to take back my answer earlier. The best arg would be about a haunted carpet that murders people. <laughs> be like, oh no, the NPC got wrapped up. <laughs> uh, and each of these, uh, each of these articles had a timestamp and a like a number of X's in brackets under it. And people realized that like the, the number of X's for each article was like what the answer they were supposed to get out of it. Um, and so, uh, at the timestamp under each article, uh, it updated to have like a new line at the bottom of the article. So, um, the first one updated to say uh, at the bottom, fear and dread are my children. I am close to you, but how close am I from the soul? Um, and people hmm. realize that this was a reference to Mars um, because Phobos and Deimos are two, two of the moons of Mars. Um, mm-hmm. And they're like the, the gods of fear and dread. Um, and Mars is the fourth planet from the sun, so they determined that the answer, which they knew was one character, was four. Okay. Um, and their next clue was, I am composed of 5.9% red, 32.2% green, and 72.9% blue. You can find me between the fifth and sixth knuckle. Fifth and sixth knuckle? Was that just your little, the little pinky nub? So people realized that uh, the color was sapphire, and then uh, if you're using um, the knuckles of your fingers to count the months, which I guess is a thing mm. that people do, apparently, it was September, yeah. and sapphire is the birthstone of September. Okay, neat. Um, and then the final uh, line... Or the final thing that they needed uh, released early um, because people had been solving all of the other puzzles early. Um, and instead of a line, it was a image that got added, which had, uh, when you clicked on it to enlarge it, it revealed it had some transparent shapes in it. Um, okay. And... Those symbols, uh, the shapes people eventually realized were meant to say uh, 1781. Um, And they realized that they now had a full date, which was September 4th, 1781, uh, which was the same date that Los Angeles was founded. Um, And people emailed the Gmail address asking if Los Angeles was the answer. 
Um, and they got a reply that said, Los Angeles, yes, that's it. That's what she told me. Here, you might have some more info on what she's going on about. Um, and they got a string of numbers, which they realized was a Fibonacci sequence that had had three additional numbers inserted that shouldn't be there. Um, which were 213, 266, and 7737. Um, and they realized okay. that 213 was the um, was the Los Angeles-like code. Um, and so they were like, oh, it's a phone number. Um, and so they called the number, and they got a voicemail message that said, Hello there, Knox. I see you've made your way through the puzzles. Well done. You have proven trustworthy enough to meet in person next weekend. We have some business to discuss in that time. You'd better be serious about this. Hmm. Um, okay. And Knox tweeted, someone tweeted at Knox um, and said, hey, we, we got this voicemail message. She wants to meet with you. Uh, and he said, she wants to meet with me. I won't be able to make it if it's next weekend. Are any of you able, to, <laughs> are any of you available to go for me? <laughs> Um, and the, this and the is how you get players said, eaten. <laughs> yeah. And the the person said, do we have a more specific location than Los Angeles? It's a bit vague. And, and Knox said, I'll try to reach her on Tinder. Let me know if you find someone to help me out. Okay. Uh, but then uh, Betrayed Mind said uh, in response, it's something you're already aware of um, as far as a more specific meeting location hmm okay so maybe somewhere from the uh the conspiracy site perhaps um and and knox tweeted uh on february 1st and said uh i've gathered every major thing we found so far we found out that this meetup will take place in la we contacted that dude the messenger and he gave us that phone number after giving him the location I think that's pretty much about it. If you have anything else that we can investigate, please tell me. Um, and people realized that they could call the phone number. Um, and it now the voicemail message had changed. Um, and it was background noise from someone driving. And so they could hear the like their GPS say, continue straight onto Hollywood Boulevard. And then, like, an hour hmm. later, they called, and they got the next direction from the GPS. That's cool. And so, That's like, really they clever. Had to call... Yeah, it's very cool. So they had to call, like, once per hour to get, like, the next direction to where they were going. <laughs> cool. That's so fun. Um, and so they were able to, like chart it out on uh on google maps and they realized that this person was taking directions uh to the griffith observatory hmm i feel like i know the griffith observatory from something it's just uh, a, just a stargazing observatory yeah it might have been one of the like dead drop locations in in the in the waking titan arg hmm i can't confirm that though yeah i don't know okay cool um and they contacted Knox, 
Uh, and then he tweeted and said, uh, you guys are right. It's the Griffith Observatory at 11 a.m. Now who can go? We need someone. Please confirm with me who's going. Otherwise, I'll harass you until I have someone ready to do that for me. <laughs> okay. And two players ended up going. Uh, they met a contact at the Griffith Observatory who told them trust no more and gave them a locked briefcase with a six-digit code. Um, and at the same time that this was going on, uh, Tresor Moore updated with a page that had six lines of numbers. Um, and okay. people needed two additional hints um, to work out what the numbers were. Uh, and the first hint was a link was a link to a list of minor planets named after people. And the second uh, linked the first like set of numbers to be coordinates to a city in Peru. Um, and hmm. people realized that each of the six sets of numbers corresponded to a latitude, longitude uh, like location. And then the third number in the list referred to the year of death for someone significant there who had a planet named after them. Okay. Um, and then each string of, and then each string of numbers was also labeled with something that said like one of four, three of four, four of four, two of four, um, and they realized that that was telling them which digit in the planet name they needed. Gotcha. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, these this um, arg team really likes um like star puzzles. <laughs> This is a good arc so far. Yeah. So, so yeah, so they realized that uh, they had to take the, the digits that were like one of four, three or four, whatever, um, and they tried to enter that as the code for the briefcase lock, and then it didn't work, and they got one final hint, which was a YouTube video called The Order of Death, and they realized that they needed to rearrange the order of the planets determined determined by um the chronological order in which the people they were named after had died neat that's very clever it is very clever um and so that was how they got the code it was 407878 and they unlocked the briefcase they found a pen a redacted tender document um, two pages about scientific tests, a book on blood types, a pancake recipe, uh, sunglasses, a notebook, a tag that said trustnomore.com slash xxxxxxx, um, and a page with some unusual symbols on it, under which it said answer, and then a bunch of X's. Um, the redacted tender document they got said, um was a internal memo which you may be familiar with from our uh from our waking titan coverage this team also really likes their internal memos um, 
from uh, Job Preston, CTO, to Malcolm Chandler, CEO, subject, Regent Redacted. It is done. The Redacted, which we are internally calling the Regent Redacted, is now operational on the tender platform, all to your exact specifications. Only a very few elite clients will have access to this Redacted, as is determined by you. The Regent Redacted is not visible to other users in any way. The Hidden Redacted allows for the Forced Redacted, as well as the exclusive partners feature as discussed. The Regent Redacted allows access to the biometric readings of all other users, as well as the option to Redacted. Also, as per your request, the Regent Redacted is a secret to most within the company. I will have that list of names of the few employees who have worked on it in your office shortly. Sir, could we meet in person tonight? I require more. Semper Service, Joe Preston. I feel like this was the point at which people were like, wait a second, this is a vampire (laughs) thing. These is vampires. (laughs) I do love, I I think I take it for granted that um, when things don't like tip their hand early on about what they're actually about. Yeah. I love it when like, Someone has to be the person in the group chat that's like, hey, are these vampires? Yeah. (laughs) Are we dealing with Draculas here? Can you imagine if, like, you were the person who figured it out early and everyone's like, nah, man, this this can't be about vampires. And then you get, like, a book (laughs) about blood types and it's like, this is vampires, isn't it? (laughs) And you know that someone in, the, in a different group chat is like, ah, oh, Ted's going to get off his ass about blood types and vampires again. And it turns <laughs> out they're just like, ah, oh, fuck, Ted was right. <laughs> At some point, Ted's become a meme where they're going to find anything and be like, yeah, I bet it's vampires, huh? And they're just like, all right, we got to all draft a notes app apology to Ted. That was like... The only one that got it. That It's like um, when... <sighs> When, uh, like, when Danganronpa first, like, got really, really popular, it was because it was this, like, one le- guy who was, like, translating it himself and playing it on, and, like, uploading a Let's Play of it. Um, like a, like a text okay. on a forum. Uh, it was on something awful. Yeah, on something awful, I yeah. assume. Yeah. And, like, people started joking that like this they were like oh haha how funny like this one character who dies really early on is definitely like the mastermind and it like got to the point where the mods got so annoyed that they like banned those (laughs) memes from the thread (laughs) 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 and you may be able to guess what the twist of the game is (laughs) (laughs) it's like netflix's social media person's like please stop sending me squid game memes because i can't say anything about it yeah oh my god Uh, i think about that all the time people (laughs) people just like went very briefly insane in the mods were like we don't care about this like character who you've all latched on to like she's never coming back again your theories are stupid <laughs> there is a uh the andrew deep lore that i don't know that i've talked about it on this show but i used to be the moderator of a big one piece forum uh back in the day like the the, the admin of it 
And the person that was the admin before me uh, was very deeply into a character who is a very small bit character who shows up in one arc. Um, a spring lad named Bellamy. Uh, was, she was head over heels into this guy. Loved this guy. Favorite character in the entire show. And so we would joke about Be- uh, we would joke about Bellamy coming back because like just for this one person. And then, like, lo and behold, some 500 chapters later, he shows back up in another arc randomly. Uh, and it, everyone on the forum was just same exact thing where people were like, I think we need to draft a notes app apology to uh, Quexanos now because uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's our lad springing around. <laughs> That's so funny. She left the forums eight years ago, but I remember the memes. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm going to go into every arc from now on being like, it's vampires. (laughs) Pick your random theory early on and be like, look, if I'm wrong, I'll just quietly leave the community. If I'm right, I'm a fucking genius. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It'll all be worth it for like the one time that you're right and it is vampires. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And it's. Y'all know the, 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 the share zone meme. Like, just walk out if it's wrong. Like, if you're wrong, if, if you have to eat crow, just walk out. If it sucks, hit the bricks. If it's but if not- you're right, though? If you're right, though? <laughs> if it's not vampires, hit the bricks. <laughs> I'm going to go into Pepsi Navy Exposed and be like, I bet it's Bowtie Nebula's ex-husband. God. He's behind it all. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I bet it's vampires. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if we had revealed that Pepsi Navy was vampires the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> There's still time, Andrew. We can still do it. We can we can re- we can bring the arc back and just say, "You know what? It was vampires every uh <laughs> Every type of Pepsi we talked about was secretly a type of blood. We're taking the arg in a really, in a cool new direction. We're really going to need you guys to stick with us on this one. Yeah, if we say it's negative blood type, that means it's diet. If we say it's just the regular, that means it's positive, I guess. Oh, boy. It was vampires all along. (laughs) So, oh my god, so okay. So they realized that the pancake recipe from the uh, from the briefcase had capital letters. I, sorry, I think it's very funny they got a pancake recipe. What are they doing? Taking people's blood and being like, yeah, time to use this for water to make batter? Like, uh. <laughs> vamp pancakes? Sometimes you just... Vampire <laughs> cakes? Sometimes you just lock lock a pancake recipe in a, in a briefcase <laughs> <laughs> so what was up with it so the pancake recipe was was uh turned out to actually be from trust no more who had like handed off this briefcase um and the it had weird capital letters in it uh that were p-u-v-z-r-e-n uh, and people realized that you could add them to the trust no more url and get a password protected page Ooh. Um, and then they realized the sheet with the uh, symbols on it uh, was written in uh, was written in moon type, 
uh, which is the Moon System of Embossed Reading, uh, which is a writing system for the blind that uses uh, embossed symbols. Okay. Uh, and from there, they were able to decode that uh, to the word whistleblower. Uh, and they entered that as the password on the password protected page. And they got a new leaked image, uh, which I think... Okay, yeah, it's still on the website. I didn't even have to put in a password to get to it. <clears throat> I believe it's just like concept art from the game. Mm, yeah, I could see that. Uh, they also got uh, two handwritten notes from someone presumably working at Tender. Uh, one of them said, Skinner box technique. How are brains of rodents simple, similar to primates? How are they different adjustments? Behavior streams. See work by Barker, Crater, Pessig, Sockoff, Stanfield. Different, re- different results between rats and pigeons. Operant conditioning paradigm can be used to make dependent behavior, a marketing firm's wet dream, but it can be used to purposefully enforce positive behavior and goals. Differences between discriminative stimulus, operant response, and a reinforcer. Gamification, turning life into achievable goals, driving one forward. Where is this harmful? How can this be made helpful? Uh, and the second note um, said, if it will load, uh, what's the Regent dashboard? They apparently had Mitchell Kent, Isabel Russo, and maybe even Carter working on it. Can't get a hold of them even by proxy. They twisted my algorithms for what? What is the end game here? Definitely heightened dependency. Biometric readings? Weird. The conditioning reminds me of the effects of the toxoplasma parasite on rodents. Doesn't completely change them. Doesn't make them suicidal exactly. Just a subtle shift. Less afraid of open spaces. Inhibited risk judgment. Willingness to step into danger. Behavior that makes them easier to catch for predators. Job still refuses to answer. Hmm. I can't believe the vampires are trying to toxoplasmosis humans. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> through a dating is that, app is that a is that a thing in vampire the masquerade i feel like or at least in like vampires as a whole don't vampires kind of have a like a sway on people like more than just like they're like supernaturally hot basically that's like a thing right yeah sometimes they can like hypnotize people depending on the media i guess you do that do that through tinder yeah. Swipe left or <laughs> swipe right and just, like, go goo-goo. Give them toxoplasmosis, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's, 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 it's little blood things. Yeah, you know. Just uh, use the algorithm to get them. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So then on, um, on February 5th, uh, Tender opened up its beta. Um, and people could actually log in and use the website. Um, and people found that there were promo codes that they could use to access the beta immediately and skip the queue that they had been placed in, um, because, uh, they discovered that these codes existed because Knox tweeted, um, and said, I got a code from Tender, 4F61. Anyone got one or know why they are doing this? Um, and people found on the website that there was a... Um, under where it showed your position in queue, it said priority users skip the lineup. If you have access to the five promo codes, enter them below and access the app now. Um, and they realized that Knox's code was the first one. 
Um, there was also a email that had been sent specifically to one player that said, congratulations, you've been selected for an exclusive unique code. Use the community to find them all. Your code 897E. Hmm. Uh, the third one was found in a Trust No More article uh, by their Tender Insider, um, which had the code at the bottom of the article which was 915E, and the fourth one they found uh, from calling the phone number uh, of Betrayed Mine 1, and they got a message that said, Dear Beta Tester, it is an honor to welcome you. 45A9 complete. Good night and good luck. Um, And when once you entered all of the codes, you got to skip the queue and access the beta. Cool. Yeah. Um, and the the page actually said that there were five codes, but there were only four, and then it would let you access, so it was possible that they had made a mistake when they put that <laughs> on the website. And then uh, pretty shortly after, um, the promo codes field went away, and everyone could access the beta um, because enough people had like put in the codes. Um, and the sign-up process people noted... Uh, that uh, you had to select your blood type. Um, the interests that you could select had like dogs, movies, music, and also like murderers, the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> um, you also were asked how you feel, and you had to select between hysterical, sad, angry, or numb. Um, some of the profile. Uh, picture choices were like a blood spatter or like a picture of worms um and it asked you (laughs) and it asked you to rate how lonely you were on a scale from one to ten and and once you completed uh your your little quiz it gave you an automatically generated profile summary based on your quiz and a choice of pre-generated usernames um, and then they were greeted, you were greeted with a, a little quest from Tinder. Hmm. You can really tell that the, uh, the Waking Titan guys made this. <laughs> yeah, they definitely have a style. Yep. Dear Beta Tester, it is an honor to welcome you. In the upcoming weeks, we will gradually bring other members like you to join our platform and experiment the Tender universe. For this first week, a few exclusive members have been invited to test basic features. Take the time to create your account and profile and explore the platform. We have two or three quests for you to complete, depending on your profile and emotional states. You can access them on your tender home screen. During the next six to eight weeks, we will keep adding various missions and challenges in your account. The more you progress, the more chances you will have to find your ultimate soulmate. So keep coming back. Okay, six to eight weeks. Yeah, and it it basically is like, yeah, we're going to add these, like, little missions and challenges to Tender, and the more you progress, like, the more chances you'll have to find your soulmate. Um, So keep checking back for for more quests. Um, Yeah, you can do... You could definitely tell this video was, like, made by the same people who made the Waking Titan videos. They have, like, a style. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's fun, though. I kind of like it when you can see, like, a GM's uh, fingerprints on something. 
I think that's fun. Yeah, it's cool having a, a creative through line to things. Yeah. Uh, and so there were three categories of quests. Uh, there uh, were green, red, and blue quests or options. Um, and the green ones were uh, activity statuses. They asked you for more data for your profile. Uh, red quests were emotion emotional activities, uh, which were basically like small puzzles or challenges. Um, and then there were blue options, uh, which let you see profiles of other users near you. Um, and you could respond to or like people's profiles. Um, and the first one that was available was a, uh, a video about the, uh, the Robert Plutchik Wheel of Emotions, uh, which we have talked about before on this podcast, question mark? Um, uh, I don't know. It doesn't maybe, sound familiar. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Um, it's, uh, it's like the Wheel of Emotions and it's like anger, fear, sadness, disgust, surprise, anticipation, uh, joy, and trust. Um, and so the video that they got named all of them except trust, and they realized that that was the answer to that little puzzle. Okay. Mm. Some of the other emotional, uh, activities were, um, unlocked in the kind of the days afterwards. Uh, there was one on February 10th, uh, called Poison which was uh, the text, it, it read you the text of the poem, A Poison Tree, um, and you had to answer, you had to enter in the author, uh, who is William Blake, at the end of it, and to complete it, uh, there was one that asked you to reflect on your life for one minute. <laughs> uh, okay. Listeners, take a minute and reflect on your life. We'll put in a, min- a minute of silence for you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not actually do that. Go. <laughs> what happened next, Mark? I see. I don't want. I don't want to take a minute to reflect on my life. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Uh, there was one that like described a specific user on Tinder, and you had to like go and find them and put in her uh, her username to like pass that uh, quest. It was uh, the the user Deep Sapphire Four, who was like an NPC. Uh, once you progressed through like all four of those emotional activities, you got a message that said, um, you will find a little heart on your screen. Click it to see your match. The one who one day may become your soulmate. Each match comes with individual and personal quests to discover and learn more about them. When you reach the end of their challenge, and if they are online, you will be able to talk to them. But for this session, you did well. You now have your first match. We will keep bringing candidates to your doorstep. We hope you enjoy your time with us. We love you very much. Okay. Um, And then the activity statuses... Um, were just like questions that it would ask you. So they were, how do you feel today? What did you do last weekend? What will you do this weekend? Um, what will you do on St. Valentine's Day? What did you do on St. Valentine's Day? How do you feel right now? Uh, what's on your mind? Where do you see yourself? Um, but the answers were all a little bit like weird. Like the first two were normal. Um, and then, like, the answers were, like, what will you do this weekend? Were, uh, like, you could, 
you could like complete sentences so you could be like i dance with ghost um but some of the some of the options were like dead mouse punctured accordion (laughs) Uh, just breaking instruments that's what i'm doing this weekend the second uh how do you feel right now one uh your only options were hungry still hungry extremely hungry starving thirsty i mean that works for me i could work in that system yeah that about Uh, sums it up for me (laughs) and then what's on your mind was blood knives dead cat voodoo doll (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) Uh, and then uh where do you see yourself uh was uh your first choice was live in dream of wish i was in or haunt and then the second choice was dump cottage that walks on giant chicken legs mausoleum quaint house (laughs) and the third choice was b bat resurrectionist demonologist murderer (laughs) i'm absolutely choosing the baba yaga hut yeah it's the second best kind of hut after pizza uh and then there were two like npc soulmate quests that you could do uh where if you like click the heart on on their uh on their profiles uh like more specific stuff would become available to you you for deep sapphire 4 uh the first thing that you got was a message with a video uh that said deep sapphire 4 asked to be anonymous some members will talk directly to you while others will use our algorithm voice to share their intimate secrets for this first quest she would like you to learn about her past when she was young she was torn between intense and opposite emotions love and hate tenderness and anger in a moment of confusion and distress she set her favorite plush toy on fire She was surprised by the pleasant feeling that came after the fire, a feeling of reassurance (laughs) and relaxation following a release from the anxiety that was choking her. To this day, a painting from Goya between 1819 and 1823 reminds her of this moment. To continue your quest, enter the name of this painting. That feels like a very doable puzzle. Yeah. Like, I feel like I could do this right now, but I don't want to waste your time. What painting did it end up being? Well, what what Goya paintings do you know, Andrew? <laughs> I I I should I should rephrase that. I don't know any off the top of my head. Uh, but like, I feel like if I had a few minutes and just started googling around, I feel like I could solve this. Yeah, I mean, did it's... Goya did Goya do the eating the sun painting? Yes, and that's that's what that's what it is. <laughs> I did it on a whim. Saturn <laughs> eating his child. <laughs> I saw a uh, mug today. Sorry, I saw a mug today that had that picture on it, and then on the back it said, "Don't talk to me before I've had my son." It's like, yep. And so that's why it's fresh in my yep. mind. Oh boy, yep. I I have also seen that mug. It's great. Does anyone know any other Goya paintings except for weirdly our good friend Riley Hopkins? <laughs> what? I think. So I met with I, I met up with Riley in Grand Rapids uh, a couple months ago, and we talked about that painting. And they mentioned something about either them or their wife used to be involved in a museum that had an exhibit on Goya at the time that they were employed there. So they're weirdly knowledge and like their desk was right across from that exhibit or something along those lines. So they're weirdly knowledgeable about the work of Goya. <laughs> If I'm remembering this right, I don't remember. I don't, it's a little hazy. I don't remember exactly the specifics, but like something along those lines. That's so funny. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So Saturn devouring his child. Nailed it. Got it in one. You did it. You 
360 no scope that puzzle. Yeah, what do I get? What's my prize? So your prize is you get to uh, you get to move on to the next uh, soulmate quest. Oh yeah, uh, which is a video that says Deep Sapphire Four is a romantic. She is a dreamer and a lost soul. Her husband does not understand the way someone like you could. Some dream of vacations, their hmm. breath taken away by the beauty of the world. Some dream of passion, the intoxicated chemistry of love and physical contact. Others dream of things beyond this world. Wow, we're getting into a uh, divorce and adultery on <laughs> on Arcanauts today. Yeah, I, I, guess. I didn't realize my my soulmate was already married. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, Deep Sapphire Four does not belong to any of these dreamer types she wants to move on she wants her life to metamorphosize into something else she wants to find the doorway to her new life and her hope is you to complete this task search for an iconic sculpture that represents this goal the transition to another life look into the work of the french sculptor rodin don't be shy talk about tender to your friends ask for help online if you need to Uh, they realized it was the sculpture by rodin called the gates of hell look this up right now I will say, uh, I already lose points because I spelled Rodan like the Godzilla monster and not like the oh artist. Oh my god, so it's true. I already lose points there. Oh, what a what a painting. Or a sculpture. What a sculpture. What a sculpture. That's is a door with a bunch of suffering on it. I wonder where it goes. <laughs> okay. I I feel very And they did that between rampages through Tokyo. That's wild. <laughs> I'm feeling very positively about this potential vampire match. <laughs> I feel pretty good about it. Look, I'm definitely worth this person leaving her husband wife for. Or her vampire <laughs> husband for. Jesus, I can't talk tonight. <laughs> husband wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got the husband wife oh, and the bridal boy. groom, you know. <laughs> The last, uh, the last quest is um, <clears throat> beyond the pa- behind the past, beyond the dream, and in between. There is us alone with our imperfect souls, our demons, our sins. Deep Sapphire Four is a complex woman. She needs a complex soul to fully absorb and appreciate her full essence. Thanatology has been her ho- hobby for ages. She does not fear death; she is fascinated by it. But there is one thing she fears beyond all other things: dying alone. More specifically, surrounded yet alone, feeling that at her last moment that her life was set in vain and no one ever truly found her. She wants you to find her. She wants you to truly see her. There is a last painting, The Raft of the Medusa. Witness a captain who has abandoned his crew to a horrifying death. The answer to this last quest is a year in time that rests on the tombstone of the artist. So that would be a painting of... Perseus, is that right? Am I getting my Greek so, myth folks right? I so the raft of the Medusa. Hold up, uh, is an oil painting of the French naval ship the Medusa. Oh well, never mind. I'm way off then. And people found the birth and death dates of the artist, and both of those were acceptable as answers. Well, then we're almost a match. I hope she'd still swipe right. Yeah. I can save her from her husband, who's probably also a vampire. (laughs) This is going to go great for all of us. 
Yeah, um, and then there was another NPC quest, but we're not going to talk about it yet because it, it it was not revealed until later. Because mm. um, <clears throat> first there was a live event in New York City. Cool. Um, on February 9th, uh, a Trust No More article went up uh, that said one of our contacts within Tender agreed to meet me in New York on the 23rd. If you can help me and be in the city on that day, please fill out this survey. Uh, and it was just kind of a general survey that had like, uh, what's your Tender username? Are you available on the 23rd? Um, will you be live streaming the event? Um, but they also had questions about three unique abilities. Uh, if you were fluent in American Sign Language, if you had lockpicking equipment, and if you had night vision equipment. I feel like if you needed to gather a group of people who would probably have lockpicking equipment ready to go at a moment's notice, I feel like the immersive theater community is a pretty good one to reach out to. Yes. If you just had to reach out to any population of people, it'd be like boy scouts immersive theater goers and then like navy seals <laughs> in that order yeah people who are really into escape rooms yeah exactly so yeah so people people filled that out and then there was another trust no more article that went up um that had a complete set of responses to the uh to the little uh, survey and also some additional information that said um, these are four hour sessions where they will monitor your biometric data while using Tender and based on the result their algorithm will assemble you into two groups that have to tackle and escape the room. These locations have accumulated hundreds and thousands of group escapes so I assume they plan to see how the Tender algorithm can match people into perfect groups. Imagine the good this tech could do for the world i guarantee you tender has no such benevolent goals um and they said 10 volunteers would be selected to attend uh with the intention of meeting a tender insider and receiving critical intel okay um and then trust no more um put up another article saying that 847 people had applied and eight people had been selected to participate um, they also included a redacted internal document uh, that refers to the New York event. It was once again, uh, it was from Malcolm Chandler, CEO, to Job Preston, CTO. Uh, mm-hmm. It said, Regent Dashboard Control Group Redacted. Uh, my patience wears thin. When I ask something of a thrall, I expect it done. The feature should have been rolled out weeks ago. Quick and paste, Job. I will allow one week of testing in New York. Gather as much data as you can, because I will personally do whatever it takes to see the dashboard activated for our blank b- before March. Think on what you've witnessed in your short time serving me. I invite you to c- contemplate my methods of motivation. We must be ready for blank on blank. If you think the n- New York event was big, blank users will be invited to a private party, some of them blank blank the world. Get it done, Job, or I will empty your head of every simpering thought and fill it with so much fear that you beg permission before pissing yourself, M. <laughs> I... I'm just realizing how funny it is 
to have an eternal vampire dressed like a vampire the masquerade character who's currently dealing with production issues on a (laughs) web app and trying to make sure that like the jira boards are getting cleared and that people are hitting their deliverable timeline like god just a vampire being like we should have hit production two weeks ago on this but we've had to delay it three sprints is incredibly funny yeah oh boy god it's just the dude from what we do in the shadows being like he's like well i don't understand computers i have my thrills doing it for me <laughs> oh boy oh it's so Guillermo, good. get another lacroix and then get back to your computer <laughs> oh my god um and they also, uh, Trustmore also did a uh, a data dump from Tender servers, and they posted eight uh, obscured QR codes. Okay. Um, and some of them were partial URLs. Uh, some of them were just like links to Tender, uh, and some were parts of like people's Tender bios. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then, um. 24 hours before the live event started, uh, a Twitch live stream was set up on uh, twitch.tv slash tender beta, uh, which had security camera feeds on tender lobby, tender sec 01, tender sec 02, and tender quiz. Hmm. Okay. And then during the event, uh, eight the eight selected individuals uh, arrived at the location they'd been sent, which was an escape room site called Escapesburg. Hmm. Um, and each of them can be seen on the stream talking to Matthew, who is a tender employee who described himself as Matthew Chandler's personal assistant. Um, three of them were uh, asked specifically to talk into the stream cameras while answer que- answering questions like how lonely they would rate themselves or whether they believed in a variety of paranormal or supernatural forces. <laughs> um, and then they were split into groups and directed towards escape rooms and then people watching the live streams uh, who were signed up for a tender began to receive codes um, which were for new tender quests on the app. Um, okay. And the initial quest uh, was a video that said, Welcome, tender user, to level one of our sacred circle of awakened souls. A select few have been selected in this group to partake in a journey, not to believe or to experience, but to discover. Enter the code to step into the first protective circle that will show you the dualistic equilibrium that reigns over us. Remember that no one believes in water, they drink it. No mortal believes in air, they breathe it. Don't believe, discover. Hmm. Okay. I like... Do definitely not in this like structure but are there dating apps that have like i don't know achievements or like in-app interaction like this because this is this feels fun if i were like actually (laughs) looking for to date someone on an app this feels like a good one and one that would have like actually interesting things that people can do together to facilitate like conversation of a date is this an actual thing that things are doing because if not i need to go found a company 
I don't think so. Like, there's no, like, reason for dating apps to have, like, mini games and quests on them. No, but, like, it would increase user retention and make dates have something worth talking about, maybe. I don't know. It seems neat. <laughs> I agree. I just, like, I, I feel like they don't because there's, like, no reason to. Right. <laughs> Look, this is Tinder. The mini game is you swipe left or you swipe right, yeah. and maybe you get laid. Like, there's prizes on the line. Who can say? <laughs> um. So yeah. So uh. So the the answer for that one was found to be uh, a code that was shown on the Twitch stream, and then once you entered that, uh, it unlocked four more quests: uh, Warashi, Ubumi, Okikuo, and Sequence B. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Urashi was, you got a set of symbols that were in the Phoenician alphabet, uh, that translated to, uh, backwards text that said, The Shining, It, and Stand By Me, which are all Stephen King novels. Stephen King, yeah. Yeah. Um, and people were like, oh, these are all Stephen King novels that have children as main characters. Um, and they realized that Warashi was a reference to a Japanese, uh, like, demon that looks like a child. Um, and so hmm. the answer to pass the quest was children. Okay. Uh, Ubumi, uh, or Ubume, uh, was more Phoenician alphabet, uh, that translated to Russia, ship, and tongue, uh, and they realized that each one of those could be prefaced with the word mother to form, like, a common phrase. Mm -hmm. um, and then the name of the quest referred to another, like, Japanese mythological creature who is often described as an old woman. So the answer to that one was mother. Gotcha. Cool. These are clever. Yeah. Uh, the next one was uh it had some numbers and also phoenician alphabet or it had roman numerals in the phoenician alphabet uh, and when translated it read japan august 27th 1994 usa june 5th 1995 okay um and people realized that these were uh the release dates of earthbound <laughs> <laughs> okay which was the answer <laughs> Sure. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And then uh, Sequence B had a video with a message. Level two of this control group will certainly be a revelation for some and a nightmare for others. To access higher knowledge, fulfill the prophecy by solving the following puzzles and entering the correct code. Our ultimate destiny is to en unite enlightened tender users to end all loneliness. Uh, and the answer to that one... Uh, was another code that was provided on the Twitch stream, which unlocked um, another four quests. Uh, Goryo, Onryo, Funayure, and Sequence C. Okay, did I miss it before? Did we ever get a Sequence A? Sequence A, I think, was like the original video that they were sent. Sure, okay. I believe. And then uh, the first one in this new series of puzzles they got uh had an audio message that said um there were 26 of us in total 23 of us were franciscans three of us were jesuits 17 of us were part of the order of penance six of us died in a country that was not ours um 
And people realized this was a reference to the 26 martyrs of Japan. And so the answer was martyr. Hmm. Okay. Uh, the next one had an audio message reading out a list of numbers. Uh... 1,471, 1,492, 1,495, 1,498. They realized they were all passages within the Catechism of the Catholic Church, which were all used to describe the concept of purgatory. And so purgatory was their answer. Okay. So you're all very religious. Yeah. The next one... Had an audio message uh, reading a passage from Job um, that had the the word Leviathan missing. And so you could enter Leviathan as the answer. Um, and then sequence C uh, had a video with the message, Prime members who have made it to level three of tender select missions may not all be saints. Did you respect the commandments to solve each quest? Or were you tempted from the start to succumb to easier ways? Enter the code to indulge in many good things, but make sure to confess your sins. <clears throat> um, okay. And this referred to the fact that um, if you waited long enough, you could just answer all of the sequences instead of like answering every single puzzle in turn. Like you could just answer the sequence puzzles uh, with like the the um the codes that would pop up on the stream periodically and to unlock the next puzzles. Like you didn't technically have to do every single puzzle. Hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah, so they got the next, uh, the sequence C code from the live stream, uh, that unlocked three new quests. Uh, the first one was in Morse code, uh, that translated to necrophagy. Uh, the second one, and that was and so that was the answer uh the second one was a extract from a french fable um about a cicada suffering from hunger uh begging for assistance from an ant uh, and people found that the answer okay. was hunger um and the third one was a audio message that said uh i can be found in bergen as well as between the ashes and the beach They had and it had text that went along with it that said Rasmus Meyer, and they realized it was a uh, that it was a reference to a painting by Edward Munch uh, titled Jealousy, um, and so Jealousy was the answer. And then once you completed those three, uh, you unlocked a uh, a quest called Sea of Trees, um, and it was a video that said, "We thank you for all you've done in participating in the selective exercise." You've contributed to new additions in the Tender universe and more. Data has been recorded during the quests, and new levels have now been set to unlock in the near future. Stand by for more information, user. Okay. <clears throat> um, meanwhile, during the live event, uh, people were uh, being questioned while they were solving the escape room. Um, about their personality traits and current emotional states, uh, and Matthew was like taking notes on them. Um, and on the stream, uh, 
Matthew like took a phone call with Malcolm and was shown to be like borderline obsessed with Malcolm and like w- was handing his business cards out to the participants. Hmm, um, okay. Once they finished the escape room, um, they got a memo fi- uh, or a USB drive with a memo file on it that had the um, the unredacted version of the memo that had been posted um, on Trust No More. Uh, and they found that the last paragraph um, said, uh, we must be ready for San Francisco on March 21st. If you think the New York event was big, 300 tender users will be invited to a private party. Some of them flown from a wa- around the world. Get it done, Job, or I will empty your head of every simpering thought and fill it with so much fear that you beg permission before pissing yourself. Mark that date. This will be the biggest announcement in the history of my company. Okay. Uh, and it also references a hunter uh, on the Regents dashboard. Cool. Sounds like um, we're going to San Francisco. Yeah. People watching the stream um, also got a video clip with a file ID for Project Chimera. Okay. Um, and like a video of like the ocean and some docks that is probably I I would assume from the game uh, that looped for a little bit Um, and towards the end of uh, of the stream uh, it was looping that same video clip of like the water and the docks um, and people heard a scream and also someone's voice saying, I knew this wasn't going to end well. I've seen it before. It's one of the reasons I got out. Man, it's really hitting me. That could have been me tonight. Hmm. Well, that's no good. Okay. That's not my soulmate, is it? Maybe Martin, is this my is. soulmate? Perhaps it is. Uh-oh. Uh, that's the voice clip. There's also one of just like the water, I think. Okay. Hmm. All right. Yeah. So next time uh, we are going to talk about uh, the preparations leading up to the San Francisco live event on um, on March 21st and that kind of whole month leading up to that event. Well, cool. I'm very excited to find out what happens to my... My new wife, my new soulmate. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. It's been a fun couple months while it lasted, but I gotta go chase my vampire wife. You know We're how destined. it is. <laughs> you know how it is. It's destiny. What can I say? Um, <laughs> well, yeah, this is fun so far. I'm. I like a lot of the background stuff on this. I like. I don't care much for vampires, but I'm enjoying this. This is fun. Yeah. Well, hell yeah. Uh, Before we head out, uh, do you want to get into recommendations for the week? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, what are you dealing with lately? What are you up to? Um, So my my thematic spooky... I've been doing like a spooky recommendation and then like a normal (laughs) recommendation, I feel like, uh, for the past (laughs) couple weeks. But my like... My spooky recommendation for this week uh, that is thematic is uh, Midnight Mass, which Alyssa and I watched a couple weeks ago when it first came out. Um, it's very good. I don't really know how to pitch it without kind of spoiling what genre of horror it is. Okay. Basically, it's a 
like it's like a supernatural horror mini series about this like very isolated like island town um where um the protagonist is uh he's just gotten out of prison for like killing a woman in a drunk driving accident and he's like coming home after getting out of prison um and it's also about this priest who has come to the island to kind of um fill in as like their their much older priest is like supposedly on the mainland like with an illness um and you kind of start to realize that something is very off about this new priest <laughs> without spoiling anything um, he's a vampire I... <laughs> he's got a vampire well... wife and he's gonna make you a, a cat with the toxoplasmosis it's really good. I like extremely recommend watching it. <laughs> I enjoyed yeah. it a lot. <laughs> uh, well, my, yeah. my my recommendation of the week for people who don't like horror, even though like yeah, what's what's your recommendation for me? Yeah, I mean Midnight Mass is like it's more atmospherically spooky. I would say there's like no jump scares in it. Um, okay. Uh, anyway, my 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 non spooky recommendation of the week is uh Alyssa and I have been watching the like original original season of Yu-Gi-Oh that never got like an English dub or released in America um because uh I've been trying to get her to watch it for like months and finally we were like looking for something to put on after watching a movie the other day and I was like I'm just gonna put on Yu-Gi-Oh um and she's really enjoying it uh so this is the season like before kind of like Yu-Gi-Oh was about Duel Monsters the card game mm-hmm. and like every episode is just like a guy of the week shows up and is like an asshole and Yami's like I'm going to ruin this man's entire career <laughs> and, like <laughs> I I forgot that they I I I forgot that they ever actually like made an anime of this season. I thought it was just manga only and then they animated it once they were like oh we've invented dual monsters now this is a cash cow yeah so it was it it was um it was like only ever released in japan and it's really really hard to find like you basically have to find it on like youtube or like a a piracy site sure but um it's really it's it's really good i'm enjoying it i i actually had never watched it before i only like read that part of the manga as a kid because i had gotten it out of the library thinking that it was gonna be like a normal like dual monsters learn about slifer the sky dragon and maximilian pegasus and then it's like oh yugi is like killing people with yo-yos i guess <laughs> <laughs> i have a uh i have a shonen jump behind me that has like a story where yugi challenges a guy to like an art game or like tic-tac-toe or something but the the thing about it is that it's with uh spray paint because the guy's like a tagger mm-hmm. and uh in the end of it he burns the man alive because yep. he's u- using the spray paint like yep. <laughs> we just we just watched the one where like Joey joins like a gang of yo-yoers who like beat people up with their yo-yos and, and Yami drops them off a roof and is like you don't aim yo-yos at people you aim them at the ground. <laughs> Does 
I have a very important question. Does the do the subs that you're watching call the characters Joey or do they use the Japanese names? No, they use the Japanese names. Damn it. Okay. If yeah. I was guaranteed that they'd be calling the dude Joey Wheeler as a character said Jonosuke or whatever, I'd be like, oh hell yeah, I'm a hundred percent in. <laughs> um there is also, which I didn't know because she's like not in the manga, um, there is a character, like a main character in that season of the anime who like straight up does not exist in the rest of the anime. <laughs> who? Uh, her name is Miho. She's just like, they just like wanted another girl character in there. Um, and so she's just like around. Um, it's just a weird purple haired girl. Yeah. Like literally she is just like a blue haired girl that they put in. Uh, and she just like ceases to exist <laughs> after this season. Huh. Wild. I didn't know that there was a secret Yu-Gi-Oh character I'd never heard of before. Yeah, it's also wild because Alyssa was like, oh, I don't know this character. And I was like, I don't either. She's like not in the manga like of this part. They just like made her up. Wild. Yeah. I, I, I looked up her, her wiki page and... I guess each wiki, each character has a wiki page or wiki section devoted to their deck, and it just says they fought once, but they didn't show any cards. Yeah. Huh, uh, wild, yeah. <laughs> it's also good because um, every couple episodes, like Kaiba will pay someone to try and like ki- just like kill Yugi. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're almost to the part that I remember from the manga where Kaiba builds a theme park and pays a bunch of assassins to try and kill Yugi and his friends. <laughs> yeah, Kaiba park. world, right? Or Kaiba yeah. land? Yeah. <laughs> Which is originally where the thing where they draw the smiley face on their hands is from. Ah, okay. It's it's so funny to me that like Yu-Gi-Oh as a concept had that pivot into dual monsters after introducing these other games and then they were just like i guess we can start printing a card game and then like it like pivoted to a world where everyone plays this card game and it's so funny that this first season exists because it was just like we're done with paying like we're, we're done with hitmen we're done with doing any of this we're done knocking people off of buildings all any of us give a shit about is the dark magician yeah um Alyssa and I were talking about that uh, last night because, like, Dual Monster shows up and, like, Capsule Monsters and, like, some of the other stuff that, like, comes into the show later down the line. But, like, mm-hmm. it's it's only, like, every couple episodes they'll be like, oh, yeah, remember Dual Monsters? And it's, like, really interesting watching kind of the progression of it as they kind of figure out what the rest of Yu-Gi-Oh! is going to look like. Because, like... <laughs> You can see a lot of it in, like, the different games that show up in the anime, because it's like, oh yeah, capsule monsters, like, you you play on a field and, like, the monsters show up big, and it's like, okay, yeah, they took that for, like, dual monsters in the show. And, like, mm-hmm. originally, like, dual monsters, there's, like, different types of, like, playing fields that you can play on, there's, like, a mirror field or something, and, like, a lake field, and it's like, well, they that doesn't really exist anywhere else except in this season. (laughs) And it's like, it's it's like really actually interesting seeing them kind of like feel out what like dual monsters is going to look like and like where the rest of this story is going to go. Huh. 
because there are like character there are like characters who show up in like one-off appearances who like come back later in Yu-Gi-Oh and like are plot important <laughs> it turns out bandit keith used to just be an assassin but now like, he plays is- a children's <laughs> card game for a living like i think one of the guys from um i have to look up the name of this arc to make sure i'm getting it right or like our friend riley will clown on me um mm-hmm. like one of the one of the guys from the battle city arc shows up in like episode six or seven of season zero and like tries to kill yugi and then like leaves and everyone's like well that was weird wild (laughs) he's just like a one-off character (laughs) (laughs) at least i think it's the same guy i'm like pretty sure it's the same guy neat (laughs) oh i think i see the dude with the like the guy with the turban and all yeah, the guy who has the Millennium Scales. Shadi? Like, Is that yeah. his name? Yeah, he like shows up. He's like, whoa, I have this like other Millennium object. I'm going to try and kill you, Yugi. And everyone's like, that was weird. <laughs> 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 what a weird thing to have happen. What a strange thing to have happened. I hope I play that guy in a card game <laughs> in two years. <laughs> and it's like, you can kind of tell that that was like where they were working out that there were like other millennium objects that were gonna exist but like they like nobody quite knew what they were gonna do yet (laughs) they they didn't have like a fleshed out lore they were just like yeah this guy also has a thing with an eye on it yeah that's funny i know bakura shows up like right at the end of season zero or like and at that point in the manga and like they don't even play dual monsters they play just like Basically, Dungeons and Dragons with Bakura. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's just like it's really interesting, kind of, to see what Yu-Gi-Oh could have been if it mm-hmm. hadn't like then pivoted to being like a card game. <laughs> it's yeah, it's such a weird. Th- it'd be like if you're playing a Final Fantasy game and then like it slowly gets overtaken by the mini game that they introduce early on. That's like a bad trading card game except you're just like oh am i gonna fight sephiroth with cards oh i guess this is where this game's going huh okay weird i'm saying this like it'd be a bad thing i'd play the shit out of that game if they introduced <laughs> where like the jrpg was the background game that sounds very fun to me oh my god yeah i think i think we are gonna like once we finish season zero end up watching like the rest of Yu Gi Oh, but probably the the sub and not like the four kids dub <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of revisiting things with four kids dubs uh uh-huh. my big recommendation for the week is that i've been pulled into a digispiral with digimon uh-huh <laughs> um <laughs> there's a jrpg on the switch that i've been playing and the game itself isn't great but it has, like, a deeply convoluted, like, digivolution system that has its hooks in me. Yep. I just, <laughs> I, I want to complete my Digipokedex. And yep. uh, so I'm, like, playing this whole thing. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> have you played it? Uh, no, I, I, I have heard. 
I have heard of it. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can do things, but there's a stat tied to like how many times you've digivolved and de-digivolved your Digimon. So like if you've had a, a, a an Agumon who you've digivolved up and down and up and down, he's going to be stronger than one that you just like go up, then up, then up with. So you have to constantly be grinding up your guys and leaving them in the Digimon farm. Um, so that's what I've been doing for the past couple days is I'm like listening to things in the background or working at, you know, in a meeting at work, uh, is just like, I'll let my, I'll let my hands just like grind out Digimon fights. Um, but it's, uh, it's Digimon Cyber Sleuth, I think is the name of the game. And, uh, it's been, it's been fun. I'm enjoying playing it. Uh, and then Sam and I got the Digimon trading card game. We got some like uh, old starter decks. Wait, not old. We got some starter decks, and we've been learning how to play. And it's weird and kind of convoluted, but a lot of fun. It's it's good. I enjoy it. Yeah, I wanna I wanna get good at the game so I can crush y'all at extra life. That's my goal. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. It's it's been it's fun. If you we want to go back and check out the uh, the show, but like Sam was a big Digimon person, mm. and we re- we rewatched one of the seasons recently, and I don't like watching it in English because it is like the old four kids dub, and yep. I don't, I I just don't need to watch a version of a show that tries to shoehorn in like as many, not even jokes, like half jokes every chance they can get, but I also want to listen to it in English and not have to like. Um, pay attention to subtitles the whole time I watch, you know? Did they do a dub of, like, the the Digimon Adventure remake that they, like, just did, like, no. a couple years ago? Oh man. I was going to say you can watch that, but... Yeah, yeah, Sam looked into it. The only ones that have been localized are the, like... The ones that we... You know, the, the original one, season two, uh, Tamer's Frontier, and then, like, Data Squad, which I don't know anything about, but, like, looking at the key art is like, oh, this is, like... Digimon for children, which I say fully aware of what Digimon is, but like yeah, 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 you know what I mean. There's um, like a there's like a horror Digimon anime coming out soon. I know. Uh, yeah, there's a Ghost something. I have a friend who's currently doing a dig a uh, a watch along podcast for it. Oh, that's so uh, fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's. I'm I'm sliding into Digimon, which is something that I kind of watched as a kid, but not really. And now I'm kind of deeply sinking in, and I'm a little worried, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, I had like a period where I was pretty deep into Digimon in like middle school. Sam apparently watched a lot of it, and she'll like, I I'll be I'll say something about the game, and she'll be like, oh yeah, well that one can DNA to evolve with this one, and this one can do this and this and this, and then she'll like stop and be like, I don't know why I know that. I haven't oh my God. engaged with this in years. Uh, it's not like yeah. Pokemon. It's not, she's like it's not like Pokemon where like I keep playing the games. This is something I stopped doing ten years ago. I don't know why I know all this. Yeah, I only really watched like the Adventure One and Adventure Two, and I really liked the movie. The movie rules. We we recently rewatched that, and the movie. Yeah, the movie is awesome. See, if you want to see a Digimon movie directed by one of the best animators of our day and age, that has Smash Mouth in the soundtrack, yeah! you can't go wrong. Just skip past the quick Angela Anaconda short at the beginning of the movie. Oh, oh boy. Man. 
Cartoons, turns out, they're pretty good. Cartoons are good. <laughs> turns out. Well, if you don't have anything else, uh, I, I got a, a, a duel to get back to with my wife, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm about to win this. We had to put a pause in it. Uh, but if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so. You can find us on Twitter together at Argonauts Pod. Otherwise, you can find us individually. I am at co-host Sherms. I am at Corp Survivors. And if you want to get a hold of us in a slightly longer form way, uh, best way to do that is through email. Shoot us a message at argonautspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're always reading the stuff that we get sent in, even if we don't always respond. Beyond that, if you want to support the show, you can do so. We have a Patreon that's at P-U-H-T-R-A-Y-I-N.com. Uh, if you want to make our mistakes, otherwise go to Patreon and search for the Argonauts podcast and we will be getting, uh, back into the groove. Uh, we should be getting back into the groove with things like meaty Argnalysis, the, uh, show that we do that I, it's been so long since we've done it that I forgot its name. Um, so we will be getting back into that, uh, should be getting into it soon. We'll be having one hopefully coming out for, if not October, then November, uh, and then hopefully getting back into a schedule for that one. So oh, yeah, keep an eye we out for gonna, that. We we're going to watch Under the Silver Lake, and then we did it. <laughs> we should do that. Yes, we should do that. So keep an ear out for that. Also, if uh, I think it's about time that we can start putting the feelers out for this, uh, don't tell Joe that I'm unofficially announcing we are doing Extra Life again this year. Uh, shocker, I know. Uh, but we are going to be hosting that uh, next month that's going to be in November. Uh, the 20th and 21st is going to be the overnight. Uh, we don't have a specific time or schedule set up yet, but uh, mark a calendar if you want to watch us stream for 24 hours in person again, which is absolutely wild to me, uh, and I'm very excited for it. And uh, yeah, we'll be raising money again for kids. So uh, come check us out. Maybe throw some bucks our way as we play some good video games and probably bad ones too. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, hell yeah. I'm excited to see y'all again. We got. I know I got to see a good chunk of y'all at our wedding, but like, I don't know why I thought I'd be able to talk to people at my wedding because yeah. I've never <laughs> been able to talk to a bride and groom at their weddings. So yep. um, I'm excited to like... I'm excited to see y'all and just say, like, hey, it's nice to actually see you again. Yeah. Excited so, to actually hang out. Exactly. Uh, and trounce y'all at Digimon. Yeah. <laughs> but until then, that's ARGS, baby. Raven. What's up, Fantast? Do you like anime? I sure do. Do you have a limited amount of time in your schedule due to demands of capitalism? Unfortunately, yes! Well, I have the show for you. It's called Weebkin Warriors. Oh yeah! It's that podcast where you and I come together every Thursday and talk about anime that are 24 episodes or less. That's right! And you can find us on the Orange Girls Podcast Network or your podcatcher of choice. Have, Have a good, good weekend. weekend.